Coming soon to a theater near you. Yo, 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 Mr. Marin here. This is episode three of Real Talk Film Society. I'm here with my man, RB3. RB, what's good with you? Man, man, I'm good, man. Just another week, man. I hear you. I hear you. Now, I, you know, I normally ask, what are, we, what are you watching? But I know what we all watch. We, you know, we film heads, cinephiles, whatever you want to call us. Mm. We was definitely watching the Oscars this yeah. past Sunday. Mm. The 95th Oscars just happened this past Sunday. And I ain't going to hold you, man. I was a little underwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. I was a little underwhelmed. I'm going to tell you. When was the Best Supporting Actress award? That was the second one? That was, uh, it happened a little later. I think it was like around like, yeah, I, was, I guess it was maybe like the third or fourth. Like the, yeah, yeah fourth, that's third, when yeah. I stopped watching the show. Yeah. I'm not going to hold you. I stopped watching the show. Yeah. Now, if y'all have been paying attention, you know, the great Angela Bassett mm-hmm. coming off of Wakanda Forever, she she gets nominated. Yeah. Front runner. Front runner. It looks like she's, a, did, did she win the Golden Globe? She did. Got the Golden Globe, got the NAACP Image Award, all yeah. of that, which I knew that that was a given. That was a layup. Mm. I seen the great, equally great Jamie Lee Curtis mm. get the uh, SAG Award. Right. I got a little nervous. Right. I was right. like, oh, okay, okay. Mm. They threw a little curveball there because I saw everything, every you know, what was the name of that movie? Everything, everywhere, all yeah. at once. Mm. I didn't really care for it that much. I I, that. It's not a bad movie. Mm. It's just, it was okay. Right. It was okay. There was a lot of good things in it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. A lot of good things in it. But Jamie Lee was barely in the movie. Right, right. You know? She was a token white. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and then playing a Karen at that. Right. So, right. you know, I wasn't really feeling, you know, I love Jamie Lee, so I wasn't really feeling seeing her in that light anyway. Mm. So while she did good, I was just kind of like, eh, whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah, man, it was tough. You know, I I I love Marvel movies. You know, yeah. what I mean, we have a lot of, lot of Marvel aesthetic yeah. up in here, and uh, I'm 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 a big Angela Bassett fan. I think I, I might have said this on the podcast before, but me and Angela Bassett, church members together. Oh, uh, oh, I think I feel like you told me that. Yeah, 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 yeah. West Angeles Church of God in Christ, what, uh, L.A. What's you up? Seen, you seen Angela Bassett? You seen her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angela, her husband Courtney B. Vance was sitting right next to her. Oh, yeah, man, they're like dope. frequent church members. Yeah, they be coming like mad. All the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, I I was rooting for just on that tip. You know what I mean? On the tip of what's what's love got to do with it? Mm-hmm. Back in the nineties, thirty mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. she was the front again. She was the front runner back then. People don't realize that she had won the Golden Globe back then. Mm-hmm. She had won a lot of awards leading up to that award season too. A lot of people thought she was going to win that, but she didn't as well. So it's like. We kind of almost thought the Academy was going to give that that retribution, but it didn't end up happening that way. So. Yo, like. Her face when they announced the winner. Heartbreaking. It was tough to watch. And then, of course, you know, you got white people on Twitter. Oh, she needs to be a good sport. And like, nah. Like, she was sitting right. in front row. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like they teed her up to win. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it was almost like the Chadwick Boseman thing again. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was like, I was so sure. I mean, granted, like I said, the SAG thing kind of worried me. But I was like, nah, they're going to they gonna, they gonna give it to my girl. Right. You know, because SAG had went to... Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, and then the BAFTA, the British one, I went to Carrie Condon from the the, uh, oh, the Banshees of Inner Shemarian. Yeah, so it was like a couple of awards that were leading okay. up to it that were kind of like this a little bit of seasoning uh-huh. like leading up to it. But um, again, I think it, you know, I think people it's the it's the silent backlash that people have with the Angela Risebro situation. Mm-hmm. It's like I saw people on Twitter talking about. Uh, you know, they should like find a white till and see if that would get the same kind of backlash or something like that. Like mm. some crazy stuff, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally people, you know, those, those, uh, EW articles, uh, oh, uh you know, uh, the anonymous voters. I hate them about, shits. Every yeah. time them shits come in, they're like the worst. Why do they even publish that shit? Right. It's just it, like, it just shows me how ignorant the Academy voters, some of them, not all, mm. some of them are. And it's just right. like, are they even watching these movies? Do they even care? And and this clear mm-hmm. bias. What mm-hmm. was the? There was a nasty quote about 
Viola Davis yeah. and Gina Prince Bythewood. Yeah, something about the lady director should like sit down and shut up. Yeah, or something, something to that effect. Yeah. And it was an actor they said that said that right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And they also they literally said later in that same article that they never even saw the Woman King. So it's like, hey, you're so you're speaking on some issue that you just have no idea about. This is is yeah. nasty. It's, it's nasty, nasty yeah. bro. It's it's so nasty. And 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 you know, again, Angie, you know, a- Angela Bassett, she lost. Yeah, and that was that was tough, and I, I at that point I said, you know what, let me go watch the Knicks beat the Lakers. Out. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Let, let me watch my boys <laughs> wash up the bum ass Lakers. Hey, listen, <laughs> so, hey, man. so I, that's Lakers exactly. Lakers are on the the Lakers are on a four game winning streak. We were due to take a take an L at some point. Um, you know, it came to the Knicks. I'm glad Spike was in attendance. Denzel was in front row. Oh yeah, that was dope. Yeah, that yeah, was dope. Yeah, that yeah. was dope. Denzel wearing the all black old head fit. He yeah. wears that shit every game. Every game. Yeah, he's a ticket holder. <laughs> he's a season ticket holder. That's a, I, that's that's my life goal is to be a Laker. I hear that. Front row. You know I what I mean? Like, Yo, what's good with Jack Nicholson? Is he still around? <sighs> I heard he's not in good health, man. Ooh, I heard he's not in good health. But I mean, I'm praying, you know, hoping he's he's a legend. Yeah, he's shout out to my guy Jack. Yeah, man. shout out yeah. to my guy Jack. And speaking yeah. of unproblematic whites. Mm. Congratulations to Jamie Lee. I, I like Jamie she, Lee. It kind of unproblematic. I feel like she speaks on a lot more black issues than like she probably has a lot, you know, more presence for. Yeah, you know, I, I feel that way, but it's cool. You know, yeah, what I mean? you know, you know, you know I, I, she's she, she's okay with me. Yeah, she's okay she's with me. She, yeah, she's good. She's always she's good in my black book. A, a genre, I, you know, there's just so much layers to that thing because it's like you had Angela Bassett who was overdue for award at this point. Mm. And then you have the Academy, who's had a long-standing history of complications with horror. Mm-hmm. Genre and, in general. Yeah. yeah. And then you got Jamie Lee, Scream Queen. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was it was like, it was so, like, like, I got on Twitter, you know, Black Twitter, they love them some Angela Bassett, rightfully so. Right. And they was getting in Jamie Lee's ass. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Respect mm-hmm. Jamie Lee. We, we gonna be mad, but let's show love to Jamie Lee. You know, it, it's it's still I'm so torn. It's right. it's it's just a it's it's that was a rough one. That right. was a rough, and I love the Oscars. I watch I've been watching this shit since I was like six years old. Right. And I just I couldn't do it. I was just right. so. It's the super it's it's the Super Bowl for movie fans. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. This is like yeah. when the ref makes just a terrible call. Yeah. You just can't stick around for the rest of the yes. game. But I, I feel I feel like for me. Um, you know, listen, I, I like Jamie Lee Curtis too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, I'm gonna keep it real though. She's the OG Nepo baby. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, she definitely. Was it was, was it like, is it Tony Curtis? Tony Curtis and, and yeah. um, Janet Lee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's like she comes from two Hollywood legends. Yeah. She literally got cast in Holly Halloween because uh, 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 Janet Lee was her mom. Exactly. So it's like a Psycho. If y'all don't know the Psycho, the the, the iconic shower scene you know shorty they get stabbed up that's mm-hmm. jamie lee's mother right right and tony curtis if, if you don't know any of hollywood history he's one of the uh, old school hollywood mm-hmm. you know kings of hollywood so mm-hmm. it's like you know she didn't win an oscar at that point it was definitely overdue it's I, i'm glad a, a genre film you know even though you know i you know i don't know you know you know you're not the biggest fan of everything everywhere mm-hmm. you know i i like it I like that sci-fi. You know what I mean? I like yeah. the fact that a sci-fi movie ended up taking home uh, Best Picture. It's technically the first sci-fi movie to ever win Best Picture. I mean, some people mm. would categorize Shape of Water, sci-fi. Um, I like Shape of Water. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there really hasn't been a true like science fiction movie that's won like the the Academy Awards. You know, besides Shape of Water, if you count that. So yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. small progress, but you yeah, know, yeah, it came yeah. At the expense, expense. <laughs> Of my my mother queen mother Angela Bassett man yeah, yeah. yo love and light to Angela Bassett man we yes. love you yes. I can't wait till you you give us another great award mm. nominee yeah. look man give it a, yo whatever it is she do next give it an Oscar I don't right. even care what it is at this point you know yeah. what I'm saying I mean I heard I heard Ryan Coogler got another film cooking up oh, about nice. like the Atlanta it's about the Atlanta teachers that like go on strike or something oh. like that and um i think michael b jordan's in it i think angela bassett's in it that's so. like his robert de niro yeah point. exactly exactly you know. so i think that might be the one that hopefully they All they, right they look at. i mean i you know what i mean like she i can't i, I feel like if, if you got angela bassett in any movie you should just aim for yeah. the oscar at this Absolutely. point like, and you got kugler behind the camera he's gonna get that performance yeah that yeah. like yo my man was getting oscar nominated <laughs> nominated performances in the damn I, marvel film like right. that shit was Everybody was so good in Wakanda right. forever. Right. Everybody. Everybody. Latisha Wright. Nobody oh, talks about that. Nobody. Nobody. She was excellent in that movie. But that monologue. 
Angela Bat. Oh, that's great. Two, both monologues. She gave the monologue at the beginning when she was in front of the U- UN. Yes. And then, um, and then she gave another monologue, obviously, to uh, to Koye. Oh, and man. but um, but there was man. Not speak on Ryan Coogler. I was just rewatching Creed the other day. Uh-huh. The fact that he got Stallone. <laughs> Stallone to actually act, you know? Oh what yeah, mean? Like, yeah. He was that's, actually that's good in that movie. That's like, what I'm that's saying. Crazy, you, like, mean, yo, yo. you know what I'm saying? Right, you get that right. guy to act. Like, come on, you are right. legit. Ryan Coogler is the truth, man. Right. He's, he's he's definitely one of them ones. Shout out to I did not know about that. I didn't. I, you know, just the other day I was thinking. I'm like, yo, I wonder what he got next in the pipeline. Mm. I didn't know that. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. That's he also directed a couple. He's gonna direct a couple episodes of that TV show Ironheart. That's oh, a, really? Yeah, that's a, it's a spinoff of the Riri Williams spinoff okay. show. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right now. Yeah, Marvel need, need to step it up with the TV thing because, you know, mm. it's been, it was, last phase was a little rough. It was on rough. TV. Yeah. Super rough. Super you know, rough. So hopefully Ironheart does that. You know, this is, that was the first Oscar since the mm. infamous slap. Right. Which <laughs> was covered uh, the week prior. Chris Rock. Chris Rock's yeah. live special. You watched yeah, it? I watched it, yeah, yeah. We, I think we both had some thoughts on it, you know what I mean? I, I, let me say this. Man. Right. We are in Women's History Month. Shout out <laughs> to my sister, Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm not going to go too deep into it. But <laughs> I will say, I I don't see nobody talking about black men's mental health. Okay, right, right, And right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not team nobody. But we need to care. We need to show love to these brothers, Will Smith, Chris Rock. Something happened. Yeah. To Will, yeah. he fucking flipped. Right. And in return, what we saw last, you know, two weeks ago, mm. Chris Rock is dealing with some shit. Right, right. He slapped back. You know what I mean? You he, know, he's he, dealing yeah. with some shit. So, right. I mean, I feel like brothers' mental health is like entertainment at this point. Right. And it's fucked up. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. It's fucked up because it's like everybody sees us, you know, in our highs and, you know, really in our lows. They both at their lows at this point, you know, as far as mentally with the whole shit. And it's just like, everybody's like, I'll slap him again. And then, oh, yeah, 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 Chris, tell that bitch. It's like, yo, like, these brothers are trying to work it out. You know what I'm saying? You know, Will Will definitely tripped and, and, and Chris is dealing with some shit. Shout out to both brothers, man. I just hope they squash that shit. They 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 should squash it. I I that'll be a legendary squash. Please if they, if let's they let's let's it. let's keep the peace. Right. I ain't even gonna go too much. And we are not that podcast. We're not gonna right. do a deep dive right into the whole to the whole thing. Cause that'll yeah, be a yeah. whole another conversation. We're not right. here for that. We're right. here for peace. We're here to talk movies. Right. And speaking of movies, I am a huge Scream fan. Right. You are right. a huge Scream fan. Mm, Scream mm. Six just released. I was looking forward to this film from the minute I stepped out of Scream Five. I was looking forward to this film. Mm-hmm. How about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I like Scream Five. You mm-hmm. know, I, I didn't really have a lot of expectations for this one. Really? Honestly. Yeah, I was like cool. I was cool on Scream Five. I didn't. I, when they bring the same directors back, I kind of get a little worried. Like, mm-hmm. is it gonna be repetitive? Mm-hmm. Is it gonna be another thing? And then I saw, you know, it was taking place in New York. Homie was wearing the Tim. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is kind of crazy. Like, yeah, the New York thing. Yeah. I actually, I I really look forward to that because it was like. Okay, I looked forward to it until I heard that it was shot in Montreal. I was like, oh, right, right, it's going right. to be another Jason Takes Manhattan, right. fake New York, Rumble in the Bronx, fake New York situation. Mm. But uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm a huge fan of the Scream franchise. Like, I go mm. back to the first film, you know what I'm saying? Mm, like, mm. I remember my aunt, shout out to my aunt Mandy. She was, she was the cool aunt. She was, like, closer to me. Well, I mean, she's an adult, but she was kind of, like, the young adult in the crib. Mm. And she went on a date to see Scream. Mm. Now, when that movie was was out, well, the the commercials were showing. I'm seeing Drew Barrymore. I knew who Drew Barrymore was. She was the she was the it girl at the time. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? E. So, so I asked her, "Yo, how was that Drew Barrymore movie?" She was like, well, "Drew Barrymore." She's dead in the first ten minutes. <laughs> I'm like, "Wait, what?" It's <laughs> like I was like, "Oh hell no!" So you know, so I ended up um renting that mm. at Blockbuster. Fell in love with it immediately. Scream, the first Scream, mm. is a perfect film. Mm. 10 out of 10, 5 out of 5, whatever you want to call it. Your boy, what my boy, Wes Craven, put his foot in that one. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Kevin Williamson, the writing was just, it was Snap. meta. Snap, yeah, it was just so good and just beat for beat. Like I, I could watch that 
and I, I don't, there's not a moment that I'm bored. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I fell in love with the film from there. Uh, and I, the first screen film I saw in theater was Scream 2, mm-hmm. which starred, going back to the conversation we just had, the Jada Pinkett Smith. That was my crush yeah. when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember I was watching MTV News and they was talking about the new Scream and I caught a glimpse of him. I'm like, yo, Jada's in this joint? Right, oh, they got Because right. the big problem I had with the first Scream Where's the black people at? Right, right, right. There's right, no black people right. in Woodsboro? Right, right, right. None at all. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So now I see Jada. I see Omar. I'm like, oh, right, shit. Yeah, yo, yeah. So I remember I got the soundtrack early. My grandmother, she works at a, she was working in a movie theater. Was, had some connections. Got me the soundtrack early. I was a big soundtrack person because that was the 90s. That was the decade of the soundtracks. You know mm, what I'm saying? Mm, mm. Master P is on the soundtrack. First song on the soundtrack. Really? Oh. D'Angelo's on the soundtrack. I say, yo. <laughs> right. Of course, I go to those songs. Scream. Oh, Master P is on. I was like, yo. I love that record. Then D'Angelo has She's Always In My Hair, which is a Prince cover record. Uh, Fire, uh, produced by Raphael Sadiq. I was on it. I was like, really? that was my favorite song at the time. So I remember that night I'm going to the movies. You know, I'm singing the D'Angelo song to myself. I'm hyped. I'm about to go see uh, Scream 2. Uh, I get in the theater, sit down. The Dimension logo start to show. Ape start playing. She's always in my hair. I'm like, oh shit, D'Angelo. I said, wait a minute. Why are they playing D'Angelo? Movie theater, black people dying first. I was as jaded. I was like, no, yo. That shit hurt my yo. That was a that was a sad one. I remember yo, and I remember when she uh you know Jada got stabbed. Spoiler alert! If you ain't see Scream Two, right. Jada Pinkett and Omar Epps is in the beginning. They're going to go see Stab. That's a very important scene in the franchise because that establishes the Stab movies. Mm-hmm. They watching the Stab movies. Your man Omar Epps go to use the bathroom, being nosy, trying to listen to the next stall. Get catches it in the air. Jada Pinkett gets stabbed up. She dies. Wailing, she wails before she dies. Oh, mm. the whole theater started clapping. Like people was really right. feeling yeah. that shit. And mm. that, yo, Scream Two is like my favorite in the franchise. Like, really, Scream is the best one. Mm. Scream Two is my favorite. Right, it's you like know? a Back to the Future, Back to the Future yeah. Part Two kind of situation. Yeah. Exactly, right. exactly. I think Scream Two was like one of the greatest sequels ever. T mm. Two, mm. Back yeah. to the Future Two, Empire Strikes Back. Scream Two is right there. I never thought about that like that. See, yeah, I, I like. See, I've always, I've always highly regarded the first, like you know, back before, like I really had a real answer to like what was my favorite horror movie. I mm-hmm. always would say Scream because mm-hmm. like that was my default. To be fair, though, I didn't watch a lot of horror like when I was like young because like mm-hmm. super religious household type situation. Okay, but um, but uh, Scream was definitely one that I, I saw and I really loved for those same reasons. Um, I also like the sequels too. Like I saw Scream Two, Scream Three. I never really paid as much attention to them mm-hmm. um, uh, until like Scream Four. Scream mm-hmm. Four came out. I started like pay a little bit more attention attention to like the whole franchise in general. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I you put me on the Scream Two, man, because now I'm gonna go back and like yo, really go yo, and look at that. Tap as, like, tap back sequel. into Scream Two, man. Scream Two was dope. It right. was it was dope. The only thing is the pacing kind of kills it because the movie kind of stalls in the middle because mm. it's just a lot. It's trying to establish a lot and. You know, but Scream Two was dope. Scream Three, yeah. Now I heard a I heard a story about Scream Two also that the script had leaked online or something yes, like that. The, and... Yeah, the script leaked. The script leaked online, and uh, yeah, the the killers were different and everything. Like the really? the, the whole movie kind of played out differently. I wasn't as tapped in at the time. Uh, I used to I used to be on the internet at the time, but right. I I wasn't tapped into the leaks at the time. Uh-huh. So um yeah the the script leak yeah the script leaked and I think they just started shuffling things around and and you know the the crazy thing about Scream Two is Scream One released December ninety six, mm. Scream Two released December ninety seven. Yeah, hell yeah. And it wasn't even like a full year to the date. So they yeah. that turnaround is crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. And for the movie to be that good, it's like, uh, yo, like movies could could fall off the like, I mean like, you know, like the equally, you know, uh the scary movie uh franchise. Uh, uh Mar- the Marlon Wayans, uh, Sean and Marlon Wayans talks uh, about how, you know, Harvey Weinstein and them kind of wanted a similar turnaround for for scary movie too. Mm. And they was like, and it's true. 
I like Scary Movie 2, but if you look at the quality and comedy in Scary Movie 1 and 2, one is, is written, you know, it's a it's a real parody. Two, like Marlon described it as a bunch of bits, like a bunch of little, mm-hmm. little you know what I'm saying? And you kind of get that feel. Even though it was good, it's like, yeah, this was this one wasn't really fleshed out all the way. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, so, right, right. Yeah, so same, yo, Scream 2, they they did it. They, they turned it around. Yeah, Scream, Scream- I was gonna say screen this from screen five to screen six was like also like yeah quick, same thing quick turnaround too um I you know nobody likes screen three I do I gotta say I I love that scene when they walk by Jay and Silent Bob on the set uh, the movie. <laughs> I don't know why that that, that movie is so Yo, funny to me. I don't know why but I, man I remember seeing screen three yeah I, I was hype you know and and it just didn't do nothing for me it was very Scooby Doo mystery they was all running in packs with each other and right, and right, then and right. and all. Also, um, the Columbine shooting really altered that script. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. You know, because because when when now this is this was America when school shootings was very rare. You uh, know what I'm saying? Uh. So when Columbine happened, a lot Hollywood just started changing. They started axing projects, things that was t- considered too violent. Mm-hmm. They started changing things around. So Scream Three kind of you know went aloof. Kevin Williamson wasn't writing it. Um, Erin mm-hmm. Kruger. Ah oh, man, what movie did Aaron Kruger end up writing? He ended up writing a big film, but um, and somebody else did some uncredited rewrites. It just went through a lot, mm-hmm. and it shows in the final product. I didn't, I don't really care for it. Um, you know, Scream Four comes around. I was hyped for that one, right? Because it was eleven years after Scream Three. I'm like, yes, let's go, let's get it going again. This is like one of my, this is one of my favorite franchises, mm. and uh, it was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It just it, it I really hear that Anthony Anderson death scene. That <laughs> shit that was, was so funny. It was like It was just like, know. what? Like you get stabbed in the head, fuck Bruce Willis. It's like uh, okay, like what the like it, it it leaned a little bit too much in the humor sometimes. Just like right. three three really did, but four right. has some moments it was like, come on, man, I want right. this to be dark. It was shot. You see the way Scream Four is shot? It's like yeah. Glossy, right? Oh, that was like very two thousands eleven, like music video kind of look. Yeah, they said that um, they were going for like the look of reboots at the time or something like that. Yeah, I, yeah, because because that was also the same time as like Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. reboot. Um, they did the other one. Uh, that was what was the three D joint that they did uh, with Trey Songs. Oh, it was um, another Texas Chainsaw. That was another Texas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they had multiple Texas Chainsaw yeah. around that time, and then they uh, they had another one that was. Uh, Bloody Valentine. Yeah, they had a lot of those reboots yeah. at that time. Reboots, so remakes was galore. Right. Like it was like all the horror IPs you could think of was getting run back. Even Jason, which that's the last time we see Friday the Thirteenth, is in two thousand nine. You know, oh, what I'm saying? right. And that was Michael Bay produced that one. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then they yeah. had that terrible uh, Nightmare on Elm Street remake with yeah, uh, Jack. Yeah. Uh, Another ooh. Michael Bay production. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. you know that came at that time, and then Scream Four kind of. It kind of fell flat on audiences. I think it at that point the slasher it, scream the first scream revitalized the slasher genre. Mm. You know, with this social commentary and all of that that was going on, and the way they just they just it was like a facelift. And then by the time four rolled around, it was just kind of like, you guys did this already. Y'all in Woodsboro, y'all killing kids at the same high school. Right. Uh, uh, nothing really, you know. Now last year Scream Five comes along and it it was dope. It yeah, was brought new energy back. Yeah, 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 it was it was dope. I I I liked it, and now we here with Scream Six. Man, this shit like six movies in. This was dope. Like this was really like this this jumped over five for me. Mm. From for me like it's like the first two and then this one. Okay, so it's like one of your top three in the, in the whole absolutely thing. top three, right, right, solid right. top three. This shit was, it was brutal. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we seeing people getting stabbed up. You 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 getting good shots of the knife in it. They twisting the knife. It's like yo, like, <laughs> I, I'm sitting in the theater like ooh, I'm wincing in the theater. I'm like yo, and then it was just yo, and 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 the characters now like, and that's the whole thing about Scream. Like we fell in love with the original characters. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sydney, Gil Weathers, Dewey, you know, Randy. This they found a way to cause, you know, with the last one, I was like, oh, they're gonna try to they're gonna try to make, you know, Mindy just like her, her uncle Randy. They're gonna try to do this, they're gonna try mm-hmm. to do that. But by this time I was convinced. I like the, the core four, man. I, mm-hmm. I like I like I like these characters. I could rock with them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I could rock with these characters. It, it was just it was it felt like a family. Everybody felt like a family. It just felt it 
it's it's just a good a really good movie a solid movie uh i i have very little complaints about it the complaints i do have is really nitpicky Right. Like, you know, again, it's shot in New York. I'm seeing a bodega. That shit. First of all, <laughs> first of all, a store called a bodega. That's is a Hispanic store. You know, a Hispanic man's supposed to be there running that joint. Uh, you got some white dude. Abe Snakes bodegas, a white dude, big ass store. It's just it's just little things it was like, yo, they needed somebody from New York to really kind of, you know, get things down pat. <laughs> but it was it was cool, man. But the, the the movie was good, man. The shit was it was entertaining. I saw it twice. I actually was waiting to see it the Friday night with my daughter. Mm. And my man hit me. He's like, yo, I just got out of it. And I bought another ticket to go back. I said, yeah. it's that good? And I and I went that night, Thursday night. I went to like the last show. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yo, I just won't tell my daughter I saw it before her. But I went right. to the last show, saw it. <laughs> and I saw it the next day again with her. Yo, it was fun. It, it's it's funny. You know, it's not not like it's not a comedy, but it has moments with his humor. Mm. Like I found myself reacting more. I, I'm not really a. I don't react in theater. I'm not really a. Ooh, ah, ah you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you know, it's rare that I do react. Um, but I found myself reacting a lot. It was it was it was dope, man. It was it was dope. I really liked it. Yeah, no, nah, it was it was. I I thought it was really dope too. Yeah, like you said, they really amped up the brutality of mm-hmm. it. Uh, you know, it's funny. Like Mindy is always like so self-referential with mm-hmm. like how she breaks down everything. But yeah, it is a bigger budget. It is like higher uh, production value. You can see it all the way throughout. And by the way, I saw it in three D. Like I was, <laughs> you know, I, I was thinking about going, but I've been. I'm so jaded from the whole. Remember when there was a three D era? Right, right. They where, just do anything in three D. Yeah, where right. you could tell the shit was not shot in three D. Yeah, and, and yeah. that's where it becomes a waste of time. How yeah. was the three D? It was literally that. Like okay. it was right, literally just. So you didn't you didn't miss anything. It was mad times I took off the glasses and it just looked like a normal movie with okay. just things slightly out of focus. So I was like, yo, they, they barely touched it. So what but, was the, what was the point of going 3D? Uh, I don't know. You know, what I mean, there are some times where the knife kind of jammed a little bit, but it was super Man. quick. Like the knife came out or some blood came. You know what I mean? But mm. it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't significant. It ain't, it ain't that James Cameron though. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't it that, that Avatar James- 3D. Yo, time yeah. out real quick. Yeah. Avatar, yo. I, I played myself, son. Right. I, 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 you know, I saw the first Avatar and I was just kind of like, yeah, I didn't remember shit after the first Avatar. But mm. I was like, yo, it was a dope theater experience. Mm. Yo, that second one was real. And that yeah. theater experience, yo, like, yo, next mm. Avatar, was it, like four more that's going to be coming yeah, out? Yeah, three more, yeah. Yo, yeah, if yeah. you're going to go rock with Avatar, please see it in 3D. Yeah. That boy James Cameron 3D. is a Problem. Dolby 3D, Dolby 3D. Yes. If you see it in that Dolby Vision, that Dolby 3D, Dolby Atmos, that's the way. Like, yeah, that that mug is like literally calculated to like match the frame rate of your eyes. It's like it's perfect, bro. It's Yo. like a Disneyland. It's like a Disneyland attraction. Yeah, like, like yeah. I, I'm not. I don't want to hear about no other 3D film. If it ain't a James Cameron joint, I'm right. not checking it. Right. <laughs> yeah, so you know, when I saw yeah. the screen was in 3D, I'm just kind of like, eh, I could do without that. You right, know what I'm right, I could do right. Without it. Yeah, I could do without it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was still, it was fun. It was fun watching it. Um, I, I will say, like, well, for one, I loved, um, I loved the way they brought Courtney Cox back, uh, as Gail. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she was, she was in it, but she wasn't really in it. So yeah. I appreciated that they still kind of showing some legacy characters mm-hmm. in there. Um, I also, the directors of this movie, uh, well, the whole production team, I think they're called Radio Silence. Yeah. Um, they did Ready or Not, uh, which is one of my low-key, very one. underrated that horror film one. that you know also touches on class and equality and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, really good directors, and I feel like they, I feel like the first, the first Scream, they kind of were a little bit more chained up. They're a little yeah. bit more like, ah, oh, we're trying to well, keep you it safe. Th- you got, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you got to yeah. think about it. Like there was people pissed off that it was just called Scream, right? Like, right. Disrespecting right. West, it's like ease up, calm right. down. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, so right, right, they kind of, right. yeah, they had a lot of pressure with that right. first one. They they did so they but they they definitely took it and ran with it so mm-hmm. I think that that that, that bold vision I mean that opening you know we could talk a little bit spoilers oh, you know oh, what yeah, I mean? yeah. people people yeah, we right let, now we, yeah we, we let it go yo that yo, you should have um, saw it last week right 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 <laughs> so as we're getting into the spoiler talk man that first kill with um Sir, uh, Samara weaving Samara weaving yeah that was 
creative because yes. you you think oh she's in a restaurant ain't no way no way it's gonna work out this way yeah she's studying horror movies mm-hmm. she's studying flashers flashers and then somehow i guess walked into that and then the kill happens and then it's revealed to be tony revioli yeah yo and then <laughs> I, but when i heard the voice on the phone i knew it was him uh-huh but I was like, wait, because I'm, I was so, because I was like, I could hear him. That's that's right, him. Right, right. So I know that's him. I'm like, but what are they gonna do? So of course, when he goes gets the final slash, the camera stays on him, mm. and they show him. So I'm like, wait a minute, what right. the fuck are they trying to do with right. this? Right, it's different. Yeah, I'm like, yo, yeah, are yeah. we gonna know who the killer is all along? Right, like, right, right. And then it takes us to you know his, his apartment, house, and right. he bumps into Tara. Uh, that's when I was just like, yo, what? Is, at that point, my mind was just racing. Like, yo, right, what are they doing? Right. And then you know when they took it there, and then reveals then i start i was starting to think that you know I, you know if you guys are you know familiar with the scream fans online they're trying to start this whole cult stew cult you know narrative that mm. stew survived the first film matthew matthew lillard mm. survived the first in the first film and he's starting to get a cult of killers and I heard that that was an original idea for Scream 3 at one point. Mm. So when I seen that Tony Rivioli is the killer, he has masks, you mm. know what I'm saying? And mm. that they're talking about wanting to kill. I'm like, oh, is that where they're going? So, right. yo, shout out to Radio Science because they had me going early. Right. And that's how you pull anybody in a film. You got to right. have somebody, you know what I'm saying? I like right. scrambling, you know what I'm saying? Right. Trying to figure out, especially when a film like Scream, that's, that, the film's been pretty much formulaic the entire right franchise and, that, and that's what i was gonna say they they subverted like mm-hmm. they found ways to subvert like expectations almost every step of the way even with still kind of keeping the honor to the original screen formula too mm-hmm. so it's like what so it's even with even with the casting of tony, tony rebel like we see him in spider-man you think yeah. he's a nice guy you're like yeah. no way he's a killer yeah. you know what i mean and then but then you see he had the his boyfriend or whatever chopped up in the refrigerator too that was uh-huh. some sick yeah. that was some sick imagery right there too yeah so every 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 step of it i I love that you could go and watch this movie because by the end of it, it's revealed, you know, yeah. again, spoiler, it's three killers, right? Yeah. Um, I love the fact that I, I could like go back and kind of almost theorize, okay, who was where and what particular yes. time? Because now I'm like thinking like, was the police, was that the police officer? Was it Annie or was it yeah. a combination of, or a both or, right. you know what I mean? Like it just like all, all these ways you could just think about it. And I, I appreciate adding that extra level of complexity to it. Right, so. right. So, again, because we're giving out spoilers, the, the three killers ended up being the police uh, the police officer, yeah. uh, Sam's uh, roommate, which is a... Uh, oh, Quinn. Uh, Quinn. Yeah, my bad. Right. And then uh, the son was Ethan? Ethan, yes. Yeah. So Avatar kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the kid from Avatar. Which is so funny. You could tell they shot that movie like yeah. my years ago, four yeah. or five years ago. Yes. He's a little kid in that movie, not as a grown man. Yep. But that's just funny to me. And, you know, this all ties... It's, it's kind of like tying back to Scream 2 in a way where, you know, Scream 2, it's revealed that one of the killers is uh, Billy's mom. Right. This one, it's Richie. The, one of the killers from Scream 5 is his father, mm. brother, and sister. They mm. all trying to avenge, you know, his death because... And that's another thing I did like about this one. It was Sam and the backlash she received after the events of Scream 5. Mm-hmm. It was really tapped into, you know, the weirdos online right. and the conspiracy, you know, the Reddit and, you know, Twitter, mm-hmm. conspiracy theories. It's almost like self-hate against the movie, too. Like yes. how people kind of were hating on Scream 5 before they even saw it. Yes. And then had these conspiracy theories about it before even seeing what the movie was about. And, and remember... uh a lot of screen fans did not like Sam in the first in in, in, in the last film. They mm. didn't they didn't buy her. They didn't care for her story and stuff. And and I think she, the character redeems herself in this one. I really liked M- Melissa Barrera this time around. I mean, I liked her last time, but it's like this one. It was like okay, like I'm really feeling her character. You know, Tara, uh, uh, Jenna Ortega, cute girl. Yeah, Jenna Ortega. She's a very cute. It's it's, yeah. it's weird though because she like looks. She looks young. She, she looks, looks thirteen. Young. Yeah, right, right. That's <laughs> why I'm like, I don't know. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Because you know she and then you know she literally from the first screen movie to now she had that Wednesday show on yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Literally became a global megastar. So yeah. now it's like I almost think they almost gonna find a way to like bump up her role, mm-hmm. like going for especially like. I don't know, like, this movie got me thinking of so many ways the characters could go, like, the way Sam is kind of almost leaning into the whole, mm-hmm. her father's situation, like, what's that going to lead to? Her father it? being Billy, for right. those that don't know. Right, you know? right, right, so it's like, 
And is she gonna like was her gonna turn in the next movie or something? Yeah. And it's gonna be Jenna Ortega as the lead. I don't know. It's just it gets me thinking of like all these mad ways they could just get. But they found creative ways to like just lay those Easter eggs and like lay those little little seeds because she's almost like Sam's like pushed to that point. Like yeah. almost like she isn't violent. She wasn't violent in the first yeah. in the first in Screen Five. Like when she had to kill, she barely like wanted to do it, but mm-hmm. she you know. She felt motivated. And to. she says she says in this one, she tells right. the psychiatrist, yo, I enjoyed it. Right, right, you right, know? right, so, right, right. After she did it. Well, after she does it. Right. Well, that's the tr- that's a sign of a killer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's a sign of people who like actually own some. So I like that they are really getting and laying Easter eggs for further pieces of the franchise too. Yeah, man. This this one, this one was dope. And 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 they already I mean, before the movie came out, they greenlit seven. Right, right. Which we right. knew was going to happen. And then this one scored the, uh, it, it grabbed the franchise best 44 million at the box office. Right. Beating Scream 3's record of like 34 or something like mm, that. Mm. So. And it was without, um, without Nev Campbell, too. Yeah. So. Well, you know what, man? Listen, man. Let, let my sis, my good sis Sydney, mm. have some peace. Man. Right, we, right. We talking right. like. Because it's like, it was so weird. It, it was even weird seeing her come back for five because it's kind of mm. like. You know, it's, it's they established that she got married to the the police officer in Scream Three. Uh, Mark Kincaid, I believe, was his name. Mm. Uh, Mark Kincaid, I might be wrong. Uh, it was played by Patrick Dempsey, and uh, yeah. So you know, Scream Five, they're like, yeah, she's married to him. She has two kids, and she's going back to Woodsboro. Woodsboro for what? It's right, like, why? Right. Like, how do you tell your husband that? You know, sorry, honey, there's some murders in, in my old town. I'm about to go. See what's up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I just didn't really like. I, I mean, of course, if uh, I love seeing Nev Campbell, love Nev Campbell, but I just didn't really, I didn't really need to see her in, in the last one. You know, right, what I mean? right, like, right. So, and and her character is just, she's been dealing with this like for the last twenty something years. So it's mm-hmm. like, yo, it was good to see her get a little break for once. It was good to see her get a break, and I'm glad they sub. I feel like they subbed her in for Kirby. They subbed her in yes. Kirby. You know, Hayden. Pat- I almost, Pat- I almost Pat- forgot Hayden right. Panettiere. She was probably the best thing in Scream Four. Right, right, you know right. What I'm saying so. And they identified what was the best part. They brought that back. She was really good. My only, my only problem with her, and I think it's a problem with the whole franchise, but I think especially with this movie, like, fam, you ain't not gonna get shot three times and stabbed, oh, yeah, and yeah, still yeah. gonna get up and start walking. Yo, not home, for home, not for nothing. Everybody was getting like stabbed. Bro, everybody, home, homeboy Chad. Oh, what is that? my guy was getting sliced and diced yeah. like fucking cheese, yeah. bro. He was get, he was looking like a charcuterie board by the time <laughs> they was done with him, and he was still breathing. Are yeah. you kidding well, me? Well, they they clearly bro. trying to make him the new Dewey. Right. Remember, remember Dewey? But remember, and that's and that's another thing. Yeah. They getting stabbed and then they walk. You know he's still throwing a little joke as he's on the stretcher. You know Dewey yeah. was fucked up and screamed too when he got stabbed up that time. Dewey yeah. could barely talk. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, so right, it's like right. I, I don't know, man. It got a little. That was one of the few little things I'm just kind of like, damn, because it feels like it almost feels like nobody really died in the film. No, really, the core four still there. Yeah, you know what I mean, and yeah, it was really. There's a lot of close calls. Right, right. Except Even, for except for that that scene with the. Uh, with the ladder and the apartments. Oh yeah, that Great. was crazy. Yeah, that, that was crazy. You yeah, know that, that yeah, girl that died. You know what I mean? Yeah, the killers yeah. died. Uh, I feel uh, like mostly killers died in this film. You know, right. between the, the opening kills and mm. you know, but mm. I don't know. Maybe maybe they setting us up for something big in, in, in seven, man. You right. Think, you think maybe. we might lose some of the core four? Or well, something? I, I think we. I mean, bro, they keep baiting us with Courtney Cox, bro. Just just let it yeah. go. Let that go. Like I thought that was really gonna be the end of it for her in this mm-hmm. movie. Uh, just let let the legacy really let the legacy people go. Let maybe one of the core four go. You know what I mean? Like. Or I don't know how it gonna. I don't really know how it's gonna work, but they 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 could definitely amp up. I feel like that you know they gotta get real with it because honestly that's my problem with a lot of modern horror these days. Like mm-hmm. with even the new Candyman. You no know, mm-hmm. shout out to that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a little crazy how like it was like almost no people of color like <laughs> died in that movie. Mm-hmm. Obviously that's the point. That's mm-hmm. what Candyman was about. But I'm like, dang, bro. Like that's almost like I could predict who's gonna get killed or not. Yeah. Like I'm like I can't. So I don't know. I kind of wanted to go back to that unpredictability factor. Right. Uh, so same way they had that opening thing that was unpredictable. Give me more of that, but with the yeah. with the main characters. You yeah, know? I feel so. like they said. I I don't want to say failure because again, I really enjoyed the film, but I uh-huh. feel like they raised our expectations with the, with the opening kill and how things was like you said subverted, and then 
it kind of, you know, even the stuff that Mindy was saying, you know, the rules, you know what I'm saying? Right, it didn't right. live up to the rules. Right, you know right, right, right. Yeah, she set the rules, but then, yeah, then really, nobody really died. Yeah, yeah. you're right. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. But it's still, good movie overall. Great really movie. good. Yeah, great film. Yeah, I would, I have to go, I haven't really looked at those sequels, so I, I got to go back and look at how I rank them. But yeah, I probably would say it's probably one of my top two or three uh, up there. It's, along with the, it's top three for me. For me, it starts yeah. with Scream. Scream two is a very close second. Mm. Six, five, four, then three. Okay. Okay. All and right. and the thing is about this franchise is that it's pretty efficient. I mean, like, okay, I didn't really like three, but three is not a bad film. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. Like, mm. It, it, it's not like you know Halloween, you know five and six bad. You know right, what I'm saying? It's right, it's right. it's you can enjoy the film. Like, yeah, I mean, that's what could, I'm saying. I enjoy it. Just yeah, as a, you, you know. could enjoy it. It's just a little thing. I didn't like. I didn't like Cotton Weary dying in the beginning. Not that I cared for the character. It's just the his opening kill. I didn't care for. Mm. I didn't like the voice changer thing. You know, I get it. We got AI stuff now that that's you know you could you could I, I seen Jay Z you know rapping along to Munch or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and it just sounded like Jay. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, we do right. have AI, but it's I just didn't like that. It was mm. it was a few things I didn't like. It was again the Scooby Doo shit. Parker Posey uh played um oh man, I forget her character's name, but she was basically gonna play Gail Weathers in the in the stab movies. Mm. She's super campy in, in three. It just took me out of the film. Like it, but it's not a terrible film. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. So it's right. like, but it's just not my favorite. It's, it's the least favorite out of all of them. You yeah, know? I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, definitely understandable. Definitely understandable you know on that. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, yeah, screen, you know, every, like, I, I, again, I gotta check them all out. So I, I gotta, I gotta see how I rank them. But yeah, I probably would put three probably closer to the bottom. Because I think of, I, four, four I did enjoy mm-hmm. probably a little bit more. So yeah. 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 But yeah, man, I got, you know, hype for the next one. Hopefully, more scream, more, more, uh, more good horror, more good slasher movies. Hey, you know, and, and let me let me ask a question, man. What's up with Ghostface attacking sisters in in plain sight? Right, you right. Know, Jada right. getting stabbed up in the theater. Mindy getting stabbed up in the train, and, and it was so true to New York. Yo, right. New Yorkers, we could see an old lady get mugged, and we gonna look the other way. You like, Damn, this, this ain't got nothing yeah, to do with me. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Grandma been fight for herself. You know what I mean? Damn. Because yo, I've seen people jump in situations trying to play hero, and they get beat up. Right, you right, know what right. I'm they get they get cut up. Or yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I be. That's how you know. Yeah, you, gotta, just, you know, you gotta mind your business sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's okay to mind your business. You know, right, I mean? Not right. everybody could be Superman. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Right, but um, but yeah, man, I was gonna say, you know, did you watch anything else these, this past week or anything? Or uh, did I? Nah, you know, I, you know, I have I've yet to see Woman King. I was okay. trying to watch it, but I've been so busy, right. so so busy, yeah. trying to sit down and watch. Shout Queen King. Queen Queen Viola for that. She should have definitely been nominated. I feel like for 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 that. Film, I, a lot of people personally. said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's to me that's one of the best best movies. But uh, I think Viola is such a she's such a layup because like you know you well then again I was gonna say you know you are getting a great performance out of her but then I forgot about the Michelle Obama. Uh, Showtime thing I, that I she even she even said it wasn't it wasn't a good wasn't you know good. she yeah, was she didn't was like good. what she did to do you know that that shit right. became a meme you right, know what I'm saying right right right, um, right right yeah I was trying to watch that what what else did I watch did I I feel like F- finished Last of Us yes yeah yes I did finish Last of yeah. Us yeah what you what you what are your thoughts overall it was dope the thing mm-hmm. is I you know again I didn't play the game but I, it was spoiled to me. Right. So I kind of know what to expect going mm. forward. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it it was kind of a cliffhanger. It, it I didn't expect it to end when it ended. Right. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, like I was right. watching it. And it was like, oh shit, it's over. Oh. Right. You know. So I guess you know. They, well, they're definitely gonna follow it up. You right. Know right. Right. It's it's interesting. Like you know, somebody who played the game. Like mm-hmm. that whole last episode is really like the last third or fourth of the game. So it's like twenty five okay. to thirty three percent. So they really compacted it down mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I thought they could have ran for that a little bit longer. Even that whole, I mean, the shootout is like probably one of the longest sequences, like action wise, okay. in the game too. So, but that's probably why it took so long. But like, if you, um, I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I do think, um, I, I like the, I like what they added to the game. I also, I also thought, you know, Pedro Pascal, he's just like he's dope, he's a dope actor. Um, I do wonder, like, I just. I don't want them to just jump to five years later. That the, the Last of Us Two, that's pretty much what they do. Okay. So I don't. I just hope they just don't do that. Like I hope if they go to a season two, like right. we can see a little bit more of this story progress, like in this okay. relationship. Just 
give us some, you know, some some different, and maybe take those parts that they cut out and maybe sprinkle them in like somewhere else. Gotcha. You know what I mean? But overall, though, it's overall though hyped on the show, and I, I I'm I the action action is dope. You know what I mean? That last silent shootout mm-hmm. uh, was like super sad. You know, it's funny like seeing. The vast difference of like Pedro Pascal in this role versus like just his voice on Mandalorian mm-hmm. or you know all the other things that he's in. He's like mad goofy in like that Nick Cage movie or whatever. He, so. he kind of he came out of nowhere. I, right. I feel like the first time I saw him or heard of him was Mandalorian. I could be right. wrong. It was I, in Game of Thrones. He was a big part oh, of Game see, of Thrones. I, I didn't yeah, watch that. yeah, yeah. A lot of people. That's how he got the big thing was like okay. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't do good with you know Knights Fantasy Dragons. Yeah, 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 that's not really yeah. my my flavor because I, I know. Feel that. You know, it just ain't, you know, ain't no brothers, you know. I don't know. I just feel like right. they, they got black people in Game of Thrones, but I'm just like, right. black people wasn't really in that shit. You right. Know? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. They tried, to, they tried to do more House of Dragons. I didn't watch either of them, but okay. I, I heard that House of Dragons, they tried to put more black people in Oh, that. yeah, no, I definitely, yeah. I, seen, I seen one get beheaded, brother with locks. I was yeah. like, oh, shit, yeah. brother with locks in it. All right, yeah, that's right. They trying to get with it. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Speak, speaking of HBO, man, I watched this weird... Um, experimental documentary. It's called um, I have to pronounce it like super crazy because it's, it's spelled weird. But it's called Sim by Sim Biotaxiplasm. Sim Biotaxiplasm. The fuck is that about? It's a man. It's a crazy movie. Came out I believe in 1969, 1970, something like that. Okay, or, or 70, something like that. Um, it's about this. Uh, this brother, his name is uh, Bill Bill Greaves or Bill Graves, okay. uh, and he um, he's trying to direct. He's making this movie, and uh, he's in pre production for this movie. But he's having the it's, the documentary is about filming the behind the scenes of the making of the movie. Okay. So it's like weird because uh, a lot of the crew members are like kind of for one. They're like the pre- the stage that the movie starts in is like auditioning actors trying to rehearse the actors. It kind of the script like that they're auditioning with kind of makes no sense. And then we see a lot of the behind the scenes footage. This Bill Graves dude, he, uh, again, he's a brother, like all white crew. He's kind of he kind of talks. He doesn't really know what he's like saying like fully. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's kind of like a little bit like the direction's a little aimless. But then it's fascinating because you watch. Um, behind the scenes footage of like the whole crew talking about him and literally it's all on film in this documentary of them saying like yo the director he doesn't have any idea what he's doing what are you gonna do are we gonna savage this film like what are you gonna do so then literally they start trying to brainstorm ways of like oh can we maybe film uh, some other scenes like when he's away and like things like that so it's like a whole it's like uh, but then you don't really know if it's and then they even question in the documentary it's like is this all his intention is this like a social experiment? Let is me it ask like, you something. Yeah. As you talking, it's starting to come to me. Did you see um, Am I Black Enough for You on Netflix? I haven't seen that one. No. Okay. No, it's no. a it's basically a, a video essay. Like it's just it's like a whole video essay. And I feel like that film was covered. Mm. I'm gonna go back and check it out. Yeah. So it's a doc on the making of that film though. It's the film is this is the film like the film is about um, the film is this like the mm. film is what I'm describing the film is the behind the scenes of making this movie the movie never came out I think it's called the movie they claimed they were filming was called Over the Cliff or whatever oh. but that's not like the movie is this the movie is Sin, Sin, Sinobio Taxi Plasm so in the, it's an hour and 15 mm. and again he, he, he wrote he directed the movie he produced the movie and he edited the movie so he was literally watching all this footage of people talking about you know is this vision really is this really a vision like is he know what he's talking about kind no, of situation that's fucked up. But, but then again it's like so then, then there's, there's people who read this movie as oh he planned this whole thing it's like a early Nathan Fillion, like mm. him doing a social experiment. There's people who read it that way. Um, I personally read it. And then there's uh, Charlie Kaufman, you know, the guy who wrote mm-hmm. like, um, Synodope New York. And mm-hmm. I pronounced that one wrong, but, um, the, um, um, uh, the one he based this, he based it. Uh, what's that early movie he did that everybody talked about? Charlie Kaufman. Yeah. Um, the, the one, oh, wait, man, he did, um, I'm gonna have to check. Yeah, he did. One. He did. He, he's a writer and he did, um, being John Malkovich. Being John Malkovich. Okay. That's what he did. Being okay. John Malkovich. And then he did another one after that that was um, 
with Nick Cage adaptation, adaptation, yes. adaptation. Yes. That's did, the one. He did Eternal Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine. That's what he's most famous for. Eternal the Sunshine is what he's most joint. famous for. Yeah, right, right. Um, but adaptation is loosely kind of inspired by this movie in the sense of like it's about the behind the scenes of like making a movie like kind of situation. So it's weird. So people read it as like an ultimate commentary about cinema. Like is he social experiment? Um, I personally, I read it probably the same way we're reading it, just describing it. It's really just a white crew, you know, really downplaying the director and mm-hmm. not knowing like what's going on. You know what I mean? So then, but the way it's just, you have to watch it. Everybody at home, I'm gonna check, check this out. out. It's an hour 15. It's an easy watch. Oh, that's light. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just super weird, but it's, it's, it's fascinating to, to, to think about. Man, I always, you know, speaking of black filmmakers, I be seeing these stories like I was watching uh the making of, you know, Jurassic Park 3 and stuff like that. Mm. And these motherfuckers is going into production with no script. Wow. Yeah. What the fuck? Like how are you That's how I did the first Iron Man. Yeah. What you mean? The first Iron Man, they they said multiple times. I mean, I went to I SC Kevin Feige spoke at SC multiple times. He said they had no script for their first Iron Man like it was just a basic outline, and then and it was just running, r- just, just riffing, yeah, just improv. Like. What, what black filmmakers getting away with that? <laughs> that that's that's why that's why I find it interesting about that movie is because like I think if it was a white filmmaker, it, nobody would have been asking questions. Everybody would have right. been rolling with it, right? But because he's a brother, and because it's you know mostly white people we working with, it's like it's not looking crazy. Around, so, Yo, yeah. it's it's like you know when when like you know on another thing, uh, Sam Levinson. Oh, with the idol. Yeah, yeah. Not even. Oh no, not that. Right. Uh, that too, though. Right. But when I heard that he was coming, going Euphoria. to set for Euphoria with no shot list. Mm. Mm. mean you don't got no shot list. <laughs> right. What the fuck is, he, what the fuck right. is going on? Aren't you the director? Like, isn't that the point? Yo, right. like, you, right. RB, you are a filmmaker. Right. Imagine right. going to set with no shot list. Right. J- right. You know how long them days gonna be? Right. Right. You're just gonna sit there. You're just trying to figure things out. Like you're Yo. just experimenting. You're literally experimenting on the on the day. Like. Uh, I think this might be good if we do this. You experiment on these people, yo. Wasting time, essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. This shit, yo, the shit, and you know, the shit that white filmmakers can get away with, it is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Some days, I some days I want to pull out what little bit of hair I have whenever I hear these stories (laughs) because I know so many filmmakers personally, and Mm. they're like directing under the gun mm, it's like they, they, mm-hmm, they even the mm-hmm. more established ones i have conversations with those that are top tier filmmakers right and they're like yo yo like we gotta do we gotta push it we gotta do we got right. studio this you know producers yeah. that you know what i mean yeah I, don't get me started on the producers talking to some of these filmmakers like they're not established as is mm-hmm, producers mm-hmm. Tr- treating them like they're this is their first time making a film right you right, know what i'm saying right, and then right. to hear another because sam levinson is another nepo situation if i'm not right, mistaken Barry Levinson. Yeah, yeah yeah you know what i'm saying and now he's and, and then what, what was going on with the idol too so apparently I don't even I don't even want to like I can't even repeat a lot I don't want to repeat a lot of these details yeah. but allegedly like uh, they had you know they filmed a lot of the I, the, the the idol show uh-huh. um, and then is the weekend in that the weekend the weekend uh-huh. is the, so Sam Levinson is the weekend or like co co uh-huh. co creators of it uh-huh. um, they had a I guess Sam Levinson directed the first couple then it was a woman director who handled a lot of the rest of the episodes long story short. Apparently, a lot of the season that they filmed with the female director, they just threw a lot of that out, and they just like or they wanted to re. Sam Levinson got back in and just you know was directing it himself, allegedly, or got some other team of people directing it or something. But you know, allegedly, his version, the rewrited version, is like more, way more like torture porn. Mm. Like you know, apparently there was a scene in the script that didn't get filmed of like. The weekend, you know, beating the shit out of homegirl, and then like she's, you know, telling her she's telling him to rape her, and then oh and no, and then uh, he oh, does. I don't no. know. So it's like weird, you know what oh, I mean? My so God. then it's like again, they didn't film that. Apparently, there was another scene where oh, uh, and the 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 woman is uh, Johnny Depp's daughter, Lily uh, oh, Depp, or something like wow. that. So and then apparently there was another scene where she was gonna walk with an egg in her in her snatch or something like that. Um, but they couldn't film it because they couldn't figure out how to do it. Uh, so it's just weird stuff, man. It's just all these weird stories. So no. and you know, and then you hear those weird stories on on Euphoria too. Like mm-hmm. you know, why you know the sex scenes and mm-hmm. you being on set, you know. And then and you know what I didn't like, and I and I and I knew it was a power play 
Mm. Uh, uh, Ferreira. Um. Oh, uh, Cat. Yes. Yeah. Is yeah. her name Barbie Ferreira? Uh, yeah, Bar- Barbie Ferreira. Yeah. Yo, mm. I, you was hearing whispers that they had issues on on set. She was. She did not like. She was barely in season two. Non-existent. Yeah. yeah like it yeah. was almost like he was like, you know, what? fuck that bitch. Get all her shit out of here. Right. Right. And you could tell it was like, you know what I'm saying? It came off like that. Right. Yeah. And she's not even in season three. So yeah. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. Right. She's done. So yeah. 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 Super. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's just how it, you know. That's how. That's the unfortunate side of Hollywood, man. It's like these these nepo babies. You know, they do the they do the thing. I mean, I have another. I watched another crazy movie. I, I gotta talk to you about next mm. week, bro. But it, it, it got I, we got a whole oh, it's a whole oh, conversation. Oh, that's the next. Oh, that's a yeah, whole show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's a whole show, but it's definitely it's man. It's crazy because I started make. I'm starting thinking about. We, we gotta talk about. Okay, it. Yeah, we will yeah, do right, that. Right, right, we will right. do that. We will do that. Right. Oh uh, man. man, but uh, but yeah, man. That's you know again. It it's all. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't really know what to watch these days. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, for me, it's it, for me, it's just all about finding time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Finding time to watch stuff. I'm I'm always trying to watch something new. I told myself this year I was going to watch something new every day. Mm. I remember I used to date a girl back in the day, and she was like, she challenged me as a cinephile. She was like, "You're not no real cinephile. You you you, you got to stop watching the same stuff over and over again." You know what I'm saying? Mm. I was I got a little offended. Like, what the hell you mean? You trying to call me ignorant? You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But I do need to you know watch. A, watch more and and that's something I plan to do every week. That's why we start the show every week with what you watching. Right, right. You know, right, so I'm I'm right. I'm taking I'm taking it upon myself to watch something new every single week. Right. I, I I slipped up I slipped up this week Mm. Just cause it was a lot going on, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna try to see something new this week. I don't know. I'm, I gotta, gotta look. I gotta look and see what what, what I haven't really tapped into. What I want to tap into. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Uh, right. You know, but you know, as far as the uh, movie going go, there's a lot of good stuff coming up soon. I, I didn't realize Super Mario Brothers is coming up so soon. Yeah, in April. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta yeah, check yeah. that out. Yo, I, I I feel like so far this year, the movies have been alright. Yeah, they've been good, man. I mean, John Wick Four is coming out. I think. Uh, you know, next weekend. That's one that I have to catch up to. I saw the first one and it was dope. Right. But I right. never really checked the sequels. Right. You know, they're the exact same movie and I love them for that. You okay. know what I mean? It's just literally just pure Listen, action. I, I love a movie. Formula. I love a movie that knows what it is. Right. And it just it gives you just that. You don't need to listen, man. Ain't nobody going to John Wick to see some, you know, mm. life altering shit. You right, see right. Keanu Reeves some gun. Yo, I saw the trailer during was it Scream or something else? I saw the trailer and it looked crazy. I was like, Oh shoot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see yeah. something like he was fighting in traffic or something like that. Right, like, you know what right, 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 right. Yeah, those I, are just pure action flicks, bruh. So yeah. Those are know. okay. I I, yeah. I don't need a whole lot from those. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. I think we need we actually need more of those because the world is so fucking wacky right now. We need stuff like that to just kind of just take us out. That's why I love the Marvel films. Right, right, you know right. What I'm saying? But they've been, you know, they've been, they've been, they've been slacking. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot. There's rumors that you know they might be trying to shake, you know, shake up some like leadership or shake mm. up, you know, the way they're handling. Things, I heard Bob Iger so. came back and was like, "Yo, y'all spending money all crazy. Like y'all gotta tighten up." Right, right, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, you they never do no layoffs and all that. I mean, hey man, listen, if they, you know. If, if if Marvel could go back to the quality that they were pre Endgame mm-hmm. like that, that's the way to go. Because I even go back, you know, post Phase Four, like it's really only like three good movies. You know what I mean? Shang Chi, I personally put up there. Um, you could put No Way Home up there. It's not oh yeah, no, girl, you know, I love No Way Home. You love No Way Home. Yeah, I love right, No Way yeah. Home. Man. That, <laughs> I mean, that shit was dope. Right, right. I like right. Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Doctor Strange. You know, I liked it at first. You know, but. I don't know if I'm really loving it the more and more like as time goes by. You yeah, know what I mean? I've ran, I've ran it back a lot. My daughter watches it a lot. So oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she I, likes I it. it. Yeah. What's what's the what's the what's the part that like the young people like with with your daughter like was she she like America Chavez or is she? You know, my daughter is very much like me in the sense of she like dark shit. Oh, okay. Oh, so she's the Wanda, it's the horror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. She likes okay. dark shit just like me. Like I, I was a kid. I was like five, six years old watching Tales from the Crypt. I was mm-hmm. not really, you know, I, I I was watching, like, I remember I just saw Goofy movie for the first time, like, three years ago. Because when it came out originally, I was not checking for it. Mm. I was, I, you know, 95, I went to the theaters to go see Clockers. I was in the theaters to see Waiting to Exhale. Right. You know, my mom was taking me to see rated R movies thinking I wasn't paying attention. Right. But I was soaking all that shit up. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, so my daughter right. is the same way. She likes her kitty stuff, but uh. she, like, like. Again, scream. She 
is obsessed with Scream right now. Oh, She's nice. just like I was That's at her right. age. So, That's dope, man. like, she likes stuff like that. That's why I had no problem taking her. I'm pretty sure people looked at me crazy when, you know, right. people are getting gored and, you know, I got my child next to me. But she had fun with the film, man. That's that. She's into dark stuff, man. That's yeah. So, she liked the, the zombie, you know, the like you said, the Wanda stuff, you know. Because, you know, Multiverse of Madness kind of teetered along the lines of horror. Right. You know? It's that Sam Raimi effect. Sam Raimi. At, yeah. And this is why I like this so much. I feel like he's a perfect filmmaker for that Doctor Strange story. Mm, you know yeah, what I'm I saying? That. I, I want to see I more that. of him. Yeah, know, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I like, I liked it. You know, I like the first Doctor Strange a lot too. Uh, I didn't like that one. Also, you didn't like that one. Okay. So I, I got to so. but but I saw WandaVision and people was telling me like, yo, if you like, if you love WandaVision the way you say you do, go back and watch Doctor Strange again. And you'll appreciate mm. it better. So I, I got to go run that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah the first I. When it comes to like trippy artwork, you know what I mean? Like you see right right there. You're right. right. I'm just like, you know, go go for it. Three D too, IMAX three D when yeah. he's going into that trippy stuff. That's that's my stuff right there. Um but then I also also say too, um, Sam Raimi, man, I mean, no matter how legendary he is, he's still gonna be pushing out movies. He got that new one. Uh, Evil Dead Rises. Uh, he didn't. You know, obviously he's not directing, but I can't wait for that, man. Uh, Did you see? Um, they they had a Q and A. I guess they screened it at South by Southwest. Yeah, yeah. somebody was like, "This movie fucking sucks" or something like that. Oh, somebody, really? Somebody yelled it out, and then Bruce Campbell was like, "Get him the fuck out of here!" You know, what <laughs> what everybody booed him. Uh, you know, but I, I don't know if that dude was trolling. But nowadays, everybody's so fucking stupid. Right. I don't know what's real now. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, so, right, but I'm right. gonna be in the theater for that one. Yeah, yeah, Evil Dead. I'm definitely gonna be in. in I'm gonna be in the theater for that one. Yeah, be in the theater for that one. But yo, that was episode three, man. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. We had to tap into the scream thing. Right. You know, we don't. We 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 still figuring the show out. You know what I'm saying? So we will be back. Soon we, we you know we gonna let's let's try to make this a weekly thing. Yeah, yeah, man, let's do it. Let's man. try to make this yeah, a weekly thing. You yeah. know, I, again, shout out to everybody that's been giving feedback. You know, we gonna keep doing this, man. We got something here. We are gonna keep doing it. So, I am Mr. Marin. It's boy RB3. Yo, and we will see you when we see you. Peace. Coming soon to a theater near you.